Hello and welcome to the 1106 of a second photography podcast. In this episode today I'm going to talk about light painting. I'm going to explain what light painting is and how you do it. So light painting is a long exposure photograph where you use light to draw essentially. So with light painting you're in a subdued or or, a dark place. It's normally done at night or inside and you move a light source in a creative way. So it could be you've got a swish going around a person or light going around a person or you're following the trail of a car with its headlights on and generally it's done to show movement or you leave enough time that you can effectively draw out what you're trying to show. So why would anyone do this? Well it's it's really good fun and it also gives a really clear and polished result. So light painting is something I've done on many occasions. And I've done it with groups of people and we've sort of done it as challenges. So we've tried to draw shapes. So first of all, you need a camera that has manual settings. And the reason you need a camera that has manual settings is because you want to vary the length of time. And to vary the length of time while getting a good exposure, you're going to need to change the shutter speed, the ISO and the aperture. You're going to need your ISO on the lowest possible value. You're going to need your aperture on a very high value so you don't let a lot of light in. And you can either put it on aperture priority or you can pick the shutter speed or indeed you can put it on bulb mode. So you might want something anywhere between a second and 10 seconds. If you're capturing movement of something like a car, you would set your camera up on a tripod and you would pre-focus and you would close down your aperture and you would lower your ISO and you would time it and then take your exposure and you would see through that one or two seconds the car and its lights have moved from position A to position B and you'll get a nice light trail. That's not technically light drawing, that in itself is a long exposure nighttime photograph. Light drawing is where you do pretty much the same, you put your camera on a tripod, you pre-focus it, you put your settings in, you put it on maybe a self-timer or you trigger it somehow and you take a light source like a mobile phone or a torch or you can get things specifically for light painting like light wands, pixel sticks and you go and you move the light around during the long exposure so you might be able to simply draw a face or you might be able to write some words out or you might be able to do more fancy things and at first you'll get it wrong and you'll learn very quickly how to do it. So in a face, if you're moving a torch around or a light source around, it's easy to do for the circle. But then if you just move it into the middle for eyes and smile, you're going to get joining from the edge of the circle to where the eyes are or the smile is. So you need to turn your light off at that point or your light source off at that point so that you don't have a continuation. So you can get various tools for light painting you can get wands you can get things that go on torches you can get paddles they all seem very expensive for what they are probably the best one is something called a pixel stick and a pixel stick you load into it bitmaps and then you walk along with it and it gives out light from LEDs that create a sort of the picture in camera. So an awful lot of light painting stuff is done in camera. And with the pixel stick, any picture you sort of load into this thing will display on your long exposure photograph. And it's really good, but it is very expensive. Simple things in light painting could be a light source on a string and you swing it around your head and you get a nice circle that goes round and round and round. And people have done this with things like burning wool or wire wool that's been heated or is hot. 
and you get this lovely sort of Catherine reel effect. You can also do things like you can bring attention or light on something by just shining your torch in a specific area. So if you're doing a nighttime photo of a car, you might have a three or four second exposure and you might just sort of shine the light onto the wheels and then you might shine the light onto the wing mirrors and then you would actually effectively be painting what you want shown of the car in your photograph and camera. While you're doing the light painting activity, you can't see what's on your camera. Now I had a Micro Four Thirds camera that sadly I've got rid of. I haven't kept it, but that had this, but it had a bulb mode that built the picture up as it went. So if you took a bulb mode picture, it started to build it up because it was completely digital, the mirrorless camera. There was no sort of optical viewfinder. The only viewfinder you had was an EVF and the back of the screen. And this Olympus Micro Four Thirds camera was able to process things as they went on, which was very good. However, if I was doing light painting, I'd always be the other side of the camera, the lens side of the camera, and could never see this in action anyway. Nevertheless, it was a good feature. So very advanced light painting does some really wonderful things. And it's as much an art in itself as taking a picture. There are a few things you need. I've talked about a tripod. I've talked about a remote trigger. I've talked about a camera of manual settings. And of course, you can get mobile phone apps that do very similar things. But you need to be wearing dark clothes and you need to be constantly moving. And the reason for those two things is if you stay still or you're wearing light clothes, you will appear in the picture as well. Sometimes you might want to appear in the picture. Sometimes you don't. You're very likely to appear blurry because you can't stay still for that length of an exposure. But most times you don't want to appear in the picture. You want the light to be the main thing in the picture or the movement you've done with the light to be the main thing in the picture. You can see things like drawn in a cityscape of like a whale just being drawn with a torch and a whale in the sea and things like that. You wouldn't want a person in there. So by constantly moving through the picture you won't stay in one place long enough to end up in the exposure and again that's reduced if you wear dark clothes as you're moving your light through the motion of what you want to create you're also illuminating things around it so it won't be completely dark and because you're using a long exposure wherever you are will be well exposed but it will still look like nighttime and you'll see this wonderful sort of light trail or drawing done with light. You do need to practice light drawing and light painting. It's very difficult and you do get used to it. It's very difficult to do because you don't know if you're in frame. You can't see what you've done previously. The movements you've moved the light through, they're not there because that was in the past. So you don't know what you've done. You have to practice it have a look on camera and then make adjustments the next time you do it. It's difficult. You also are leaving your camera alone for some time as well. So you're putting your camera on a tripod and you're going somewhere else and doing something. So your equipment, if you're doing it on your own, is at risk as well. Someone could come along, knock it over or steal it. So you've got these things to think of as well. But I do thoroughly recommend doing light painting. It's certainly something fun to do with someone else. And I think it's becoming more mainstream. I know LoomCube, I have a LoomCube. LoomCube have released a new version and you can really lower the output to be compatible with light painting because loom cubes get very, very bright and they get very hot as well, but they get very bright and they're almost too bright to do any light painting with. You can lower your output of a loom cube so much so it's suitable for light painting. You can get these wands, paddles and things that you attach to special torches and then you can do certain things. So with the with the paddle, you can 
do flower petals very easily. But yeah, you have to be sort of skilled and artistic to do a, a good job, particularly something like a flower with lots of practice. But light painting as well is something that while there are professional pieces of equipment, it's also something you can very easily make equipment for. I've talked about tubes and paddles. Well, you can just get a plastic tube that's transparent and you can get some duct tape and you can sellotape one end to a torch and that pretty much will give you the same effect as buying a professional piece of equipment. The only thing you can't do sort of from an amateur DIY point of view is to make something like the pixel stick. There's only one of those and no sort of DIY can truly imitate that. However, you could use projections of images to get a similar effect. It wouldn't be the same, but it would give you a similar effect. So if you haven't thought about trying light painting, now we're getting into winter in the UK and it's getting dark around four o'clock. Why don't you give light painting a try? A tripod, camera with manual settings, a mobile phone and dark clothes is all you need. I would imagine most of our listeners will have that. So why not give light painting a try and let me know how you get on. Thank you. Goodbye.